What it is, what's up? I have some amazing news for all the Faces and Feels listeners out there. That's right. WrestleBrainia is hitting Perth for the first time this fringe season. Three shows only, February 3rd, 4th, and 5th. The Dutch Trading Co., Sound Brewing Co., Seasonal Brewing Co., and the Faces and Feels podcast will be in the house, in the zebra stripes, to help control all of the action or while downing a couple of frosty beers. There's going to be amazing pro wrestlers, hilarious comedians. It's a comedy show like no other. It's spicks and specs with power slams and suplexes. Get your tickets now because WrestleBrainia is going to be running wild, brother. What it is, what's up, and welcome everyone to Faces and Feels. I'm your host, Rafe Houston, and today I'm joined by a very special guest. It's East London Ultra Violence. It is James Hartness. How are you today, my dude? Hello, my darling. How are we, pal? <laughs> Not too bad, my man. Uh, thanks for staying up nice and late to have a chat to me on this uh, cheery Thursday evening. No, of course, of course. Yeah, you were just like trying to schedule me, and I was like, oh, dude, I'm a, I'm a night owl by heart so i was like at 10 o'clock would do me perfectly fine oh that works out sweet i was saying uh, actually i think i made the joke to you that like most of my interviews have been with like americans and stuff and so they're like evening is my morning so normally i like do this early in the morning on like my day off or whatever so like i've been doing all these interviews to get ready for the dude where's my ring show but everybody's in the same fucking city as me so then i've got to do it at like sensible normal hours when i'm also trying to like live my life finish work you know all those kind of things yeah. it's actually been no, harder doing this than, than like than americans oh yeah the thought of doing a fucking 6 30 in the morning podcast sounds like a fucking nightmare to me personally oh, i'm swearing already nah, well, it's going well that's what we fucking do here so that doesn't fucking matter but like uh it's Look, it is a little bit of a challenge in that you've got to get up and wake up. I've even done, I've definitely done earlier ones than that. Some of which I've almost slept through. One of which I did sleep through. I slept through my fucking interview. Well, I'm getting fucking already on one. I slept through my interview with Schlack, which which I was planning to be my number 100 huge interview. And I was, I woke up like just not an alarm had woken me. Nothing had happened. God. And I had a message from like, we're still doing this, brother. And I was like, oh my God, I can't believe I fucking missed this. I was like, I'm so sorry. Everything fucked up. I completely fucked it. Don't worry about it. And I'm like, he's like, want to do it tomorrow? And I was like, yes, I would love to do it tomorrow. Same time. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Like, didn't give a fuck. So chill. And I'm like, I can't believe I missed that. And the only other one I almost missed, I almost missed Alex Cologne as well. And I'm like, so when the big ones happen and they're at like yeah. 4 a.m., that's when I struggle. But like a 7 a.m., 8 a.m., I can fucking deal with, you know. <laughs> Normally I'm up at 5 getting my wife off to work anyway. So that, that no, stuff yeah. is all happening. But if it's before that, I'm dead to the world. It, it's a fucking yeah. wrap, you know what I mean? So this has been a little bit more challenging, but we finally got it. few reschedules, and I'm super pumped to speak to you. 
We ran into each other. When? When was it? A little while ago uh, in Perth. And I don't remember what brought up. Maybe I was wearing a deathmatch hoodie or something. Do you remember what it was? Like, was it Badlands? Where we're going to be? We were at the venue for the Do West Ring show. And we were passing each other in the bathroom. And I, yeah, I think you had a DNDU shirt on. I bumped into you, mm-hmm. saw the beard, and I went, that's fucking face in the field. <laughs> you knew like, me from the graph. I fucking love you. I'm like, dude, I fucking love your shit. How are you? <laughs> You're like, I'm a deathmatch wrestler. And I'm like, I do a deathmatch wrestling podcast. We should fucking <laughs> hang out sometime. And uh, and then we've just been back and forward a few times. You were obviously very jealous when I was over at ICW No Holds Barred. I was shooting you some oh. photos and stuff. So it's actually super fucking cool to catch up with you again. And also that you're going to be on this show. So before we zoom all the way to that, let's rewind and and figure out your origins a little bit. Yeah. So you're obviously from London, uh, but when did you first discover wrestling? What were some of the first faces that stood out to you, and which country were you even in when that happened? So I had a really weird introduction to professional wrestling because I wasn't one of those sort of people that was like, I grew up in a very religious sort of household, so it was like no Scooby-Doo, like none of that sort of thing. So pro wrestling wasn't really like a thing that I would be able no to watch. No Scooby-Doo. Are they against mysteries or are they against ghosts? It was more against, it was more against like the monsters and the ghosts, I guess. Yeah. So, which is, which, which sucked for me. I know Jesse Lambert's going to be listening to this and he's going to be furious <laughs> that I did not grow up watching Scooby-Doo. <laughs> but um, yeah, I remember um, my brother actually, I had uh, WrestleMania 2000 on the Game Boy Color. <laughs> that was my first introduction to professional wrestling. Yeah. I was like, what the hell is this? And he's like, how oh, do you just play this? And I was like, I don't know how to play it. And he goes, oh, okay, uh, I'll pick my favorite person. And he picked Shawn Michaels because it was the only one he knew how to do the finisher on. It was the switch of music. And yeah. I was like, oh, this is so sick. Like, and then we got um, SmackDown, I must have been, SmackDown 2, Know Your Role mm-hmm. on the PlayStation 1. It's a great game. I was fucking addicted to it. Yeah. Like that, that menu music plays in my head on a quiet moment. Just, what, just how much, how much we used to play it. What, was, what was the remind me? Because oh no, it's straight away. What was the menu? Music? Was it their own theme or was it like a popular song? I can't remember. No, it wasn't even a popular song. I remember. Uh, I think the main entrance of the music was. Uh, it just went. It's literally all I can. Think. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, let, let me see. Let me see if I can bring it up on YouTube. I might be able to like play it real quick. Hang on, so SmackDown. Bear with me. This is great audio. SmackDown. Know your role. Menu music. Let's go. Come on. It's gonna sound. It's gonna sound exactly like how I just did it. So it's gonna here. Be- it is main menu. Let's do it. You may not be able to hear it. <laughs> That's, That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for some vocals, but that doesn't really happen. It's more like a synth. There is no vocals. Yeah, yeah. Could you hear it? My thing has been. No, no, no. Nah, nah. It used to share that with people, but a setting has changed. Again, I can never again, hear it out. in my head. Yeah, that's all you need. It's been on repeat. Anyway, I derailed your show, but that was also a great game. 
Yeah, well, banging game. But yeah, so I sort of I started playing that, and it was just sort of like, oh, there's Shawn Michaels. Oh, who's Mankind? Who's fucking Kane? Mm-hmm. What the fuck is a Hell in a Cell? Yeah, and then it was sort of it sort of it literally just evolved from there because yeah, I remember I remember like bringing it up to like people at school, and they were like, oh, we don't really watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. And I brought it up again to my brother, and obviously this was a time of uh, the internet, thank God. And he's like, oh, well, like, you can just go on like WWE.com and like look at the photos from live shows that have happened. And I'm like, oh, hell yeah. Here's me, what, like 2006. What's this ECW thing? How are you? are like, like, what the yeah. fuck is the internet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, I only know about this is, this is going to make me such a stereotype, but also is dead true. I was just remember playing uh, the Doctor Who web games they had on the BBC web. <laughs> As fucking depressing and sad as that sounds. God. But yeah, um, and then I sort of, I I did, I didn't think what a lot of people do. I sort of just fell off wrestling completely. And then obviously it was always like, like, oh, in the back of my head, I've always liked wrestling or whatever. And then I moved over and I met um, my best friend who was best man at his wedding. Um, I was about to say recently, but it was literally probably a year ago now. And um, he was like, oh, do you want to come over? Like, I think we were just like playing video games at his house and we were playing like SmackDown versus Raw. And I was like, okay, sick. I'm now back into wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then I remember watching, uh, it was, I think we stayed up and the first wrestling show I ever watched live was Royal Rumble 2009. Wow. Mm-hmm. So banger. Orton yeah. goes over. Yeah. Like heel Orton punting people around the place. I was like, okay, this is my fucking guy. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's sick. Yeah. And uh, ironic that it's uh, Royal Rumble tomorrow morning, I think, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Um, oh, it's uh, Sunday, I think. A couple, couple more days. Oh, wait. See, this is the thing. It's Thursday public <laughs> holiday here. I said to my wife, I'm like, it's Saturday. It feels like it's Saturday. I like just can't even comprehend that it's not the weekend. So I like... no, no, Yeah, no, one more day of work and then it's a weekend. Waste of time. Yeah, well, I'm off, uh, I'm off tomorrow. Then i got to work Saturday. Then I fucking... I'm off for that. But yeah, so anyway, Royal Rumble coming up again soon. So Yeah, Royal Rumble yeah. again. And it's always the best so, one. So I'm sure if you're going to like watch a first one and you've got the Rumble, it introduces all the characters and all that kind of stuff. You're having a great time with it. Yeah, legitimately. Like CM Punk as well, like coming out, the music, everything about him. Just saw him and just went, yeah, that's my guy. That's my guy. Yeah. I'm going to play him on every single fucking video game. I'm going to get to just base fucking ridiculous moves that I found of him doing in the indies that I'm going to do for the rest of my fucking career. Still yet to get a fucking Pepsi plunge, but I'll fucking do one. I'll fucking do one. Oh, Jesus Christ. At least that's terrifying. Um, So then you you told me off mic, so then 2007 comes around, you moved to Australia, yeah? Yeah, so 2007, I moved to Australia. So convoluted backstory, but it was sort of like... um, I had, I had uh, juvenile arthritis and like some medical problems when I was younger. Don't really tell many people this. So this is fun, exclusive for oh, the faces of bills. Thank you. So I had, um, I had juvenile arthritis in my left-hand side. So wow. all of my joints in the cold weather would freeze, wouldn't really be able to move them much. I had, I can't remember what it's called, but it's Mediterranean fever. So anytime I get sick, I get super sick. I, I was like, you know, you know, I was in a wheelchair basically because I couldn't walk for more oh, than God. like, 50 meters without my knees just swelling and me being in immense pain. Wow. So came over for holiday in like 2004 and like met all my family over here. And my parents were like, no, oh, fuck it. We'll just move to Australia. This is dope. 
Yeah. So, uh, 2007 came around. Yeah, moved to Australia, moved to a lovely, lovely sunny Perth, and never really looked back. I've never actually been back. I'm the only one in my family that hasn't been back to the UK, much yeah. to my own detriment at this yeah. point, I feel. Was that like, yeah. uh, it was obviously part of that decision, like if, you, if you're somebody that was super prone to being sick and stuff, they're like, let's get him out of the rain 24-7 and let's put him in like a oh, warm yeah. cli- climate and all that kind of stuff. It was a huge part of the decision, obviously. Oh, 100%. I still like, even in even in colder weather now, I still like try and rug up as much as I can yeah. just because like, my, joints, my joints still aren't, aren't the best. Yeah. And so but, you were uh, like, you know what I need to do? Become a wrestler. And then yeah, you know what yeah. else I need to do? Experiment with death matches. Because yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'll show my younger self. Yeah, like, yeah, that'll show yeah, my weakened immune system and weakened bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure hope, sure hope you enjoy your joints because you're going to use them for a really short period of time when you're older. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah, just with, um, yeah, see fucking deathmatch. Just, I'm, I'm uh, you, you mentioned, yeah, I've mentioned, in, yeah, drunk off my fucking tits because that's why I am at Badlands 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. I was just like, oh, I'm I'm a deathmatch man, the worst fucking deathmatch wrestler in the world. I've booked in two di- separate deathmatches, both cancelled because of pandemic. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so, oh, it's, so it's go... been. Will this will this be your your first then, or you have had a chance? Wow. So so you had intention a couple of times, but yep. but it's still but they've all gone down basically. So th- this is going to yeah, be it's... a culmination for you of something you've been wanting to do for a long time. Yeah, so I was, um, I still have the t-shirt that I wear pretty regularly. I, I was supposed to be on the first, I was, no, sorry, I was supposed to be on the second ever Deathmatch Down Under show. Really? I was supposed to, yeah, I was supposed to wrestle a no-ring Deathmatch for the Agua Total Violence Championship mm-hmm. against uh, Guido. Yeah. Uh, went, uh, was jumping on a plane because I was already flying over because my chemical romance were doing their first tour after being broken up since I was sure. a wee lad. Mm-hmm. And I uh, was about to go on the plane. Obviously, there was these whispers about this COVID-19 thing. I'm like, oh, they're like, oh, NCR's pulled out of uh, out of download. I was like, no, they haven't. They're not going to pull out. It's, it's it's nothing. Got on the plane for four hours. Had a lovely little sleep. I, I had a little bit of sleep. I think I watched Cars 2 or whatever the fucking in-flight movie was. Landed and my phone fucking exploded. Yeah, wow. And it was, yeah, because I was flying over there with a couple of mates and like, I just had them, I had all the news things, I had my parents, they're just like, the fucking thing's cancelled. Like, you've landed and everything's gone to shit. And I was like, oh, well, I've just landed, I'm about to go and get my first ever tattoo and then I'm going to go to my first ever deathmatch show, meet Joel, meet Casanova Valentine. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, pray to fuck (laughs) that I still get to do a deathmatch on Wednesday. Yeah. Fuck. In an alternate universe, we would have probably met a lot sooner because I was also going to those things. So I also had tickets to download. And then when the cash shows were announced, we were we actually moved our flights forward to catch it. Like I was messaging Cass, like it was the first time I spoke to him, but I was like, I'm thinking about blowing off all my work responsibilities and just like moving my flights and fucking coming to your show going to be worth it. And he's like, if you fucking do that, beers are on me. And I'm like, done, I'm coming. And then, uh, and then, yeah, we basically canceled like kind of just before we left because of all the COVID stuff. So you actually got mm-hmm. on the plane. We didn't get on it. And it was just a flight credit for ages. Um, ironically, we, uh, going to my chemical romance soon in like two months. Cause we had bought yeah. tickets and they're going to be, but that, that show was canceled as well. And that comes back up. 
March something or other. So we're going mm. over to catch that for like 24 hours because we, you know, now it's like pop back up. It's no longer convenient. You know what I mean? And so yeah. we're like just going to fly over, catch that and basically fly home. Oh God, it'll be worth it at the very least. Yeah, yeah. I missed I missed out. I'm still like looking at tickets, but yeah, it's can't yeah, again, inconvenient as all fuck. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So uh, so you land there, did you get to do anything or was it basically come straight home kind of deal? So no, I stayed the entire week. So I was like, Well, I'm still on holiday. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so, might as well. I was I was I was I was praying to all fuck because yeah, I went to that show that night, watched um uh Gore versus um, oh god, did it go wrestle? Caveman Ugg, which was oh, yeah. dope, fucking mm-hmm. match. Yeah, and then yeah, watched watched um, Joel versus Cass, mm-hmm. and then went home. Didn't know there was a second fucking show that night, did I? So yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Butcher um, Butcher Smacks and Cass did another show. I didn't know it was going to happen. Yeah, so I went home, had a lovely sleep, woke up. Yeah, my friends flew in, met them at the Airbnb, stayed there, did typical holiday things, like just went around the place, mm-hmm. and then. I think it was, yeah, the Tuesday. I think it was supposed to be the show on the Wednesday, but it was a Tuesday. Um, I was in the city eating, um, I think, katsu or some shit because yeah. I was just on holiday mode. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, four beers day, eating a katsu chicken sandwich. And uh, <laughs> all of a sudden, uh, Victoria has declared a state of emergency. And I'm like, oh, what the fuck does this mean? Message from Joel. Hey, brother. It's awesome. Just can't do it. I'm like, God damn <laughs> Yeah, that's, uh... I was like holding out, holding out hope, and then um, it, we ended up um, still going for beers that night because the boys did um, a podcast um, at the actual venue. Fuck, oh, it wasn't the Corner Hotel. I'm trying to remember where it was. Royal Mail, I'm gonna say, mm-hmm. I think. Oh, I can't remember. We went there for a, for a beer, and I was it was it was a bit awkward because obviously by myself, mm-hmm. flown over from WA, didn't really know anyone, so I walked into this pub, and it was just like again regular blokes just sort of sitting around. I don't think Joel was there. And the only one that I'd recognized was Callum Butcher, the absolute sweetheart. So the first person to say anything up to me, he walks out, he's like, hey man, how you doing, Callum? I was like, oh, lovely to meet you. Had a lovely chat with him. Um, yeah, then uh, Jess, Joel and Cass turned up. Lovely to meet them as well. And then yeah, me, and, me and Cass went for beers until four in the fucking morning. <laughs> That's his style. <laughs> The man knows how to go. It was me, um, Nick. Shout out to him. I've uh, moved to Adelaide now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was me, Nick, and Cass at four in the morning at a fucking hotel, charging my phone behind the bar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Just sort of, I saw a Snapchat that I sent to um, I saw a couple of the boys back in Perth. It's like I'm, I'm with yeah, I'm with Cass and Valentine as he orders fucking HJs at three in the morning in Melbourne. Where the fuck am I? <laughs> And uh, it's also a state of emergency, so I need to get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, my flight home is on Saturday morning, and I need to pray to fuck that they don't start cancelling flights because yeah. a couple of my friends flew out the because they flew to Sydney because mm-hmm. they were going to watch MCR in Melbourne and then fly to Sydney and catch them twice. Yeah. So they still, they were like, oh, well, we, we'll just go to Sydney and we'll just enjoy a little holiday. They got to Sydney, and then they were like, oh, fuck, we might not be able to get back to Perth. Yeah. So I think, yeah, because it was 12 midnight on the Sunday going into the Monday, they were, like, cutting flights off. Yeah. And they flew out, like, 10 p.m. Yeah. And it was like, if that gets delayed, they're fucked. Yeah. And I was just like, I'm at home already. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a real yeah. real problem, you know? Like, at the time, like, there was a real chance Cash was going to get caught in Australia and not get Legit. to leave. Yeah. He's like, in some ways, I wish that happened. <laughs> like, 
Yeah, yeah. I'm sure there's worse things that could have happened to Cass than getting stuck in like, <laughs> lovely Melbourne at that time. <laughs> exactly right. So, God. so how's it feel now? Then, like you, uh, well, actually, you know what? We've got we've gone a little bit ahead before we we get to the point uh, where we we talk about this because we're, we're on one. Where did you figure out how to start wrestling? You're you moved here as a sickly child. <laughs> a tiny tim tiny tim scenario going on here and then uh, and then what suddenly uh with the power of like the australian sun and emu export you you know gained muscle mass and started wrestling like what, what happened yeah literally i moved over as a as, as the cliche cockney orphan <laughs> with uh, the black lung and uh, chimney sweep <laughs> yeah like, i don't know i just um yeah, that were, I, went, yeah, I went for tests. Everything was clear. It was all good. Like, the literally just could not find anything. It's dormant, dormant now, but I'm just sort of yeah. like, cool. I'm just was this like the Australian the hospitals? They're like, we can't detect anything that week. Uh, so it was back, I guess it was it's not the, real. It was oh. back in the UK before I moved over. <laughs> all right, settle down. <laughs> um, it, was, uh, it was back in the UK when I, when I first moved over. It's always, the family story has always been that um when i came over here because of the hole in the ozone layer and it basically radiated my genes and altered them and now i'm fine and yeah. i was like i'll take that i'll yeah. fucking take that yeah you. it's fine it's like the incredible hulk or something the gamma rays just, just I'll cop that. yeah then take it that is yeah so um so yeah so when i moved over here i was like sorted all good and um yeah again the wrestling the the want to wrestle stayed dormant for a little bit and then I have uh, my friend that I met when I moved over from England was like, "Hey, don't know if you heard, Undertaker lost to Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania." And I went, "He fuck, he did fucking what now?" Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, no shit. Like Brock came in, fucking beat him at WrestleMania." And I was like, "That is nah bullshit." Started watching wrestling again. I was like, "Oh fuck it, CM Punk's still here. Dope. How much longer? How much longer is he for here for? Not long, turns out." <laughs> um. Yeah, there's this like Daniel Bryan guy and Triple H is still around. Randy Orton's like 50 fucking time world champion now. Hell yeah, this is dope. And then um, I was in TAFE doing events management and I was just sitting there one day and I was like, this is not what I want to do. But I want to do be a fucking wrestler for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, ah, oh, because um, where I live is very close to uh, the Malaga markets which is internationally or even Australia-wide, you won't know what the fuck I do. But it's basically uh, like a collection of shops in like, um, and in the food court, EPW, which is the company that I um, wrestle for primarily, used to run, like during the during the summer holidays, they just run a show on like a Sunday or a Saturday, two-day show, wrestle a bunch of times. And that was my, that was my first exposure. But I only ever saw the signs, never went to a show. But I remember EPW, so I was like, cool, search them up look up EPW, start training there, uh, sent an email. I was like, Hey, can you, uh, can I come and try and wrestle? And they're like, yeah, cool. Here we have a school in Mannington. Here's the address. You'll have to come by, sign a bunch of forms or whatever. Like, yeah, come down. So one oh, Tuesday night in the, like eight, uh, was, I think it was June. It wasn't raining. Luckily enough, obviously Southern hemisphere, weather it was, uh, i was expecting rain but uh the cm punk cult cabana podcast had just come out the first one and i went wow this is going to blow my mind this is going to be crazy yeah. <laughs> so i remember walking for two and a half hours 
listening to the to one and two because I got lost trying to find the fucking school. <laughs> I got off at the wrong train station and I had a shitty fucking iPhone 5S at the time that would not charge unless it was in a very specific position and you duct tape the fucking charger to the phone <laughs> to charge. So I'm walking through these fucking back alleys and these fucking streets and I'm like, it's in the middle of an industrial area. I have no fucking idea where I am. I know I'm just down somewhere in Maddington. Yeah. I need to find this fucking professional wrestling school, which I assume has signage. Yeah. Doesn't because it's a fucking professional wrestling school. <laughs> so, so I found a caravan uh, r- repair shop of all places. And I was like, hey, I'm really sorry. This is going to be really weird. Can I plug my phone in and charge it so I can find this professional wrestling school? And he goes, ah, oh, it's next door, mate. And I went, oh, my fucking God. Thank Jesus Christ. <laughs> Training started at 6.30. I was there at 5.30 p.m. <laughs> I then waited for another hour before anyone turned up yeah. and, and then had to panically call my dad to come pick me up from the middle of Maddington as a young, dumb, didn't do the keys to keys to driving in high school, 18-year-old yeah. who didn't have a car. I was like, can you come get me from the wrestling school, please? <laughs> and uh, yeah, took my first bump, did my first couple of rolls, and that's been me ever since. Yeah. been fucking wrestling. How many years ago was this now? That was 2015, that was. Okay. Yeah. So been been yeah. at it for a hot second then. We've been at, yeah, been at it for far longer than I'd like to admit, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I've only been I've only been properly in actually wrestling as a as a performer since twenty nineteen. Mm-hmm. So it was uh yeah, twenty twenty was the first time I was supposed to go over for deathmatch. Then 2021, I was supposed to go over and wrestle Joel in the uh, in uh, the famous last words death match, which uh, no one ever knows what the rules will be until I go over and actually do it with Joel. But um, and yeah, and now this is opportunity number three, and I've had to fucking luckily death matches come to me. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, we can't count on this motherfucker to rock up. We're yeah, just gonna it's, have to bring it to. It's the it's the old uh, good things come to those that wait and uh... exactly last time he brought a pandemic from England so this time when <laughs> <laughs> it laid dormant until right at the right yeah, moment exactly. and it was just like struck fuck this everybody guy. down struck everyone down oh well so um I get I guess then we'll we'll quick, quickly touch on your your EPW run because I I've seen you do like tag stuff right like so tag team champion. And things like that. You, what's the name of your your tag team again? With Casey, is it? Uh, so we work up for it and then some. That's, that's um, right, yeah. yeah. So yeah, um, uh, Casey's moved away now, but it's um, just sort of yeah, working on uh, just me at okay. the moment. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, um, tag champions. Obviously, yeah, came in um, with Case originally, mm-hmm. and um, yeah, but uh, yeah, Casey's Casey's over in Melbourne now, I think. Oh, right. Okay. So relocated. Yeah. Yeah. So you've just been doing um, solo stuff on EPW shows? Yeah. Yeah. Solo. Yeah. Just solo stuff. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Solo stuff on uh, EPW and back onto, back onto Schwa more recently mm-hmm. or Southern Hemisphere Wrestling Alliance. Yeah. Exactly. And then, but yeah. And then now this, finally this. Yeah. And, and now, yeah. Now this, this was, this has been the goal for a long time. Yeah. Like this was when I, when I, when I first started, it was like, I've, I've always loved, like the hardcore style, like, yeah, Mankind, Mick Foley was always like, 
oh, cool. Like this is, this is something that people can do. I think I can probably do that. I've, I've got a, I've got a threshold for pain, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, of all, of all, of all bloody people to start it, the, uh, the Vice documentary on Casanova Valentine came out. Yeah. And I went, oh, what the fuck's this, uh, deathmatch wrestling stuff? What's all this? Like, delved into that, learned all about that. And then, yes, yeah, so, like, followed him on socials and that sort of thing. And then he said he was coming to Australia. And I was like, yes, fucking all over that. Yeah. Like, it was in the back of my mind for years. I can't remember when that fucking documentary came out, like 2014, maybe, yeah. I think. I don't remember, As but well, I, I still send it to people today when, like, I'm trying to explain what Dude Where's My Ring is to, you know, people that aren't fans yeah. of Deathmatch or whatever. I'm like, well, watch this and it'll give you an idea of the kind of vibe that we want to go for, sort of thing. Yeah. And they're like, that's cool as fuck. I'm going to try and come. So, and, like, I, I've told this story many times on my podcast, but I, I saw Deathmatch Wrestling first in Japan by accident. Um, but then once I kind of got back and I was seeking it out, that, that documentary was like the first sort of real thing I saw that then got me into like, you know, figuring out what American deathmatch wrestling was and, and mm. all that kind of stuff, you know. Um, it's it's a wicked little 15-minute snapshot into like the no ring stuff. Like, and yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's absolutely mind-blowing. Like I remember, I remember seeing that and then um, obviously progress wrestling was massive at the time. And um, yeah, their their champion at the time was a very big deathmatch guy, and uh, who someone who I, originally I did I did uh, form a lot of my um, gimmick and character and my wrestling style around. Obviously, a piece of shit turns out. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I much prefer to. It's it's always been when once once all that sort of stuff started coming out about like um, those sort of people, it was very much like ah well now my goal is to be better than yeah. Exactly. Everything, everything they ever fucking stood for. Yeah, I want to like, do stuff, but also be a good person while doing it. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like yeah, you can yeah, you can like take inspiration from that sort of stuff, but just don't don't idolize people like that. It's yeah, yeah, fucking terrible. Exactly, and it's always a shame when your heroes let you down too. You know. Oh, hundred percent. It's 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 the running joke um, between me and a couple of the boys that every time I. It, they get worried every time I say like, oh, I really like this wrestler and I show them and they're like, well, hold on a minute. Is this going to be turned or will be another piece of shit? I'm like, it's only been four out of five times so far. <laughs> like as long as Drew Parker doesn't do anything bad, I should be good. Like fingers crossed, Drew, please, Jesus Christ. I've met Drew Parker. He seems like a very nice boy. So That's uh, what I mean. He seems yeah. like an absolute sweetheart. So yeah. I'm like, God damn it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just in passing a couple of times, but he was very nice. So <laughs> hopefully that's the case. And he seems like somebody who's got his head screwed on. On properly, so. yeah, for sure. Yo, let me stop you right there. I just need to holler at everybody and tell them about NordVPN. This service has been a bit of a game changer for me, man. Not only are they one of the first services, you know, to believe in me and to believe in this podcast, which is pretty amazing, but it's also been great to like pick up my internet access and throw it around the world. I've been able to access all the streaming services. I've been able to check out different shopping sites. It's keeping me safe and sound on the internet and protecting all of my important data. It's been pretty damn awesome. So if you want to give it a chance for yourself, if you want to try it out, if you want to get amongst the glory that is NordVPN, just go to nordvpn.com feels and use the code feels get up to 70% off your NordVPN plan and at one additional month for free. Uh, it's also risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, which is pretty sweet. 
So yeah, nordvpn.com slash feels and use the code feels. Now let's get back to the interview. You're obviously in the main event of Dude, Where's My Ring? It's going to be you tag teaming with the one and only smash hit Joel Bateman versus My the boy. Pulse. Oh, yeah, exactly. Everyone's boy, your boy and mine, Joel Bateman. <laughs> um, tell people what they can expect from this because I've, uh, I'm part of a group chat and I've seen some fucking crazy <laughs> bullshit being spoken about and you guys are you're not really planning to half-step this for your first one. It's, it's, it seems to be very much like this. This it's not even is and it isn't make or break. It's one of those sort of things of like we all four of us have got something to prove, especially the pulse. Like those boys have been fucking holding down hardcore wrestling since fucking before I was even wrestling. Like I know Felix Young, massive fucking fan of Deathmatch and this sort of style of wrestling, and I've seen him wrestle. Lego death matches and street fights and all this sort of thing. And he just fucking, he loves the craft of it. Jared Slate is genuinely one of the fucking scariest looking people I've ever met in my entire <laughs> fucking life. And 90% of the time a sweetheart. The, the only 10% he's not is when he's kicked me in the fucking head in the ring. But, and then, and then obviously Joel is the, one of the fucking benchmarks of Australian death match. Mm-hmm. And I have, so much to fucking prove. I remember I made a joke to um, some of the some of the boys at the RDR, like some of the boys in Perth, and just sort of said like, "It's weird being the outlier of the outliers." Mm-hmm. Of like, I tried to be over, I tried to go over and do the deathmatch thing, and then didn't really work out. But I always had like the oh, well, that's a deathmatch guy label, but I didn't want that label, so I wrestled regularly because there wasn't really an opportunity to do deathmatch. But I feel like even if you are a deathmatch guy, like I feel like people like Akira. Perfect example, Charlie Evans, even Alex Cologne, Drew Parker, exactly, is like one of those sort of things of like the versatility of like you're a deathmatch wrestler, but also you're just a regular fucking wrestler and you're a good fucking wrestler. And that's exactly what Pulse and <clears throat> Pulse, Bateman and me, I think, are trying to prove. Like we're trying to fucking go out there and kill each other, obviously. And it's it's gonna be the the culmination of a lot of hard work from a lot of good people in the scene that have wanted this style for a while just to be able to showcase what we can do and what we, what our idea of wrestling is, yeah. which is the main thing I think. Are you, I mean, it must be kind of crazy because you're, you're very enthusiastic about it. You're a fan. Uh, it's been something you've been working towards a long time, but you haven't actually had an opportunity to really do it yet, you know? And so there must be an element of butterflies and nerves because you're like, I've never really been cut up or, you know, or fucking busted open or, or whatever in that way before. Is that something that concerns you or are you just like, I can't wait to hit Kasai level scarring? You know what I mean? Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it was definitely that sort of like, when I first got added to the to the group chat and sort of start discussing like the ideas of it, I remember talking to Michelle at the show mm-hmm. and she was like, talking to, talking to Bateman about this, I reckon we can run one in Perth. And I was like, hey, I'm down. I'm keen for it. Like I was like, Badlands Bar's good. Lucy's Love Shack's good. Like Linus Lounge is good. Like here's some places that can um, potentially take us. I think that was in September. And then yeah, getting into the group chat, I was like, oh shit. Okay, this is this is gonna go forward. This is actually gonna gonna be a thing. And yeah, obviously once it was decided, obviously me and Joel versus the Pulse. It was for, uh, the nerves hit, and then it was like, why are you nervous? You've wanted this for fucking ages. Yeah. 
Like, you know, yeah, you know you're going to go out there and you're going to fucking throw shit at the wall and take stupid fucking risks because it's what you've wanted to do since you were fucking young. Exactly. And I mean, you're in there as well with guys who've done it before. Like, Jared Slate has been a veteran around this scene for a very long time. You set yourself, Felix Young is a huge fan of the style and has done a bunch of stuff. And Joel is arguably one of the most accomplished deathmatch wrestlers from this country. So you're in there with with pros and they're going to, you know, do what they do. And then all you need to do is do what you do. And it's all going to be fine. You know? No, yeah. hundred, hundred percent. Yeah. Like look, yeah, looking at, looking at the match, I'm just, um, it's like, it's so much of an opportunity to sort of like prove, prove that I can hang, but also prove that like, Hey, this thing that I've gone on about for the last, the five, six, eight years that I've been wrestling, like I'm not all fucking all bite no bark. Yeah. Like, oh, sorry, all bark no bite. Like I believe that this is something that I want to do, and I want to be able to prove that. Yeah, back it up. So because like, you're in the position that Joel was in when he started Deathmatch Down Under, where Damien Rivers was. You know, when they were heading into to headline the first DMDU show. It's the same. It's like, it's, this is something I've talked about for a long time. I've wanted to do it. It hasn't been an opportunity where I am. But you have the ability here, you know, if everything goes well, to stand out as, you know, one of Perth's only slash best, you know, deathmatch wrestlers because it doesn't exist here yet. And so mm. you guys can lay the foundation for a whole new scene, really. Yeah, and then we can start fucking booking State of Origin for the Dream Tournament, baby. That's what I'm fucking talking about. Go, I'm so. Perth versus fucking Sydney. <laughs> this is what it's all about. It's all about getting to that title is what you're saying. <laughs> it's all about getting the State of Origin. I want a plaque. I want a plaque for a death match. Yeah. Four-way. We get someone from South Australia, someone from New South Wales, someone from Victoria, someone from Perth. We fucking get them against each other. Sorry, Queensland. Fucking stay out of it for now. And then... <laughs> Look, I, I, I'm with you. Uh, I mean, I haven't talked to Michelle about it and stuff, but I can, I could see if, if it goes well, you know, first show goes well, people, uh, you know, into it, there starts to be an audience. There's no reason we can't have our own title. You know what I mean? There's no mm. reason we can't mm. run our own exactly. tournament. You know, there's no, no reason for any of that. So, yeah, it's very exactly. exciting to kind of be sitting here on the ground floor of something new and seeing if it can become a thing. Hundred percent. It's 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 talking to some people, obviously, in the scene. It's just oh, because it's fucking deathmatch has got a dirty name because it always will in this country with stuff. And it's even talking to them, and I'm like, look, at the end of the day, even this this show, we we book it and we put a lot of energy into it, and it fucking shits the bed and it's terrible. And then oh my god, there's no market for deathmatch in fucking Perth. Fair enough. We'll, we'll throw our hands up and go, cool. It didn't work. If it does work and it fucking hits and everyone's fucking raving about it, then it's like, well, clearly there's a market for it. It's going to work. Like, it's what, what more do you want? Like, yeah. it's not, it's not, it's not us forcing people on fucking gunpoint to come and watch us bleed all over the floor. Like, yeah. it's, do you want to come and see some pretty fucked up things and listen to some sweet music? Yeah. <laughs> like, then come and see this fucking shit. Like, exactly. I've never, I've never been to a, like a wrestling show, taking anybody to a wrestling show and not have them have a great time. I took my sister-in-law with us uh, when we went to ICW and DMDU. She'd never seen a death match before in her life and then was front row getting covered in glass. She had a good time. 
or something. Mm. So we were a little bit hectic for her. She's like, I don't know if I need to say that again. But for the most part, she was like, that was crazy fun. You know what I mean? And she was yeah. being stared at by cruel, and that's an entirely different thing to deal with, you know? Oh, so. God. <laughs> yeah, like, even even just bringing people to, like, normal wrestling, I'm like, you're going gonna to even, I was like, I've said it before, I've got a group of friends that, um, that come, I'm like, look, Come to a wrestling show. If you love it, you're going to fucking love it. If you don't like it, then you're not going to like it. And that's fine. Wrestling is literally, wrestling is for everyone, but it's not for everyone, if you know what I mean. So I'm like, so I've got two of my friends who religiously come to the shows. Oh, sorry. Three of my friends that religiously come to the shows. One of them is a nurse and works nights, so she can't make it most of the time. But the other two come down, they dress up, they get me merch on, which everyone should be wearing anyway. And they come down, they get the beers in, they watch us wrestle, they watch, they watch me and Jesse wrestle and they fucking love it and they've grown to love other people. Like one of them is absolutely obsessed with the Don and we have a joke that she has a signed poster of the Don in, in her house and underneath <laughs> is the fairy lights and it's the Don shrine and she does it purely to piss me off. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't you have a shrine to the Don? Exactly. You can turn into a fucking dragon for fuck's sake. The American listeners are like, you can do what down in Australia? <laughs> and who is this? <laughs> the Don is a Perth legend, people. EPW oh, champion. Shout out. shout out fucking Michael Morleone. Yeah, exactly. The Don's the man. Um, Fuck yeah, he is. I, uh, the last EPW show I went to it was the Don versus Mikey Nichols uh, for the title or something. Can they beat the epilific fuck out of each other? It was awesome. <laughs> It was when Mikey came back from from Japan and from the from the Fed, and it was just like, all right, we're gonna put the toughest motherfuckers up against him. So you had like him versus Dan Steele, and it was a fucking banger. And then you had him against um, Big Bobby Marshall, and it was a fucking banger. And it was like him versus Don, and I was like, oh, they are going to kick the fucking shit out of each other. I cannot wait. And then sat there. Sat back and went, yep, this is going to be sick. Yeah. And it fucking was. And it was, it was so dope. It was dope, Because Don, uh, yeah, Don is just next fucking level when it comes to shit like that. Like, he um, wrestled the aforementioned uh, Progress champion when he came down for the mm-hmm. Progress EPW tour. And they did light tubes, which I'm pretty sure is the first time they've done light tubes in Perth. And, yeah. like, they, they did the light tubes. They did, like, pantomime fucking wrestling and hardcore and all that sort of thing. And I've seen Don do it, and it's dope. Yeah. And like I'm like, well, they fucking yeah, look. It's it's sick. You can do it well if you can do it well. Yeah. Cracker Jack came over for um, an EPW show ages ago, and they did like a hardcore battle royal, uh-huh. and it was fucking sick. And like, oh well, hopefully, just, hopefully we can get those guys involved down the road because you're you're talking some pretty awesome names in Australian wrestling. Um, it's gonna yeah, and I know there's been a lot of interest not only from you know, potential people to watch it, you know, fans, my friends, um, but also, like, from other wrestlers, from the way it's been told to me, you know, uh, people have reached out to Michelle and, and things like that. So I think, uh, yeah, all we need to do is uh, pack the place out and have it be a screaming success, and then I feel like there'll be there'll be more of it. And, um, yeah, and we're going to look to get it on YouTube as well so people around the world can start to see and we'll see where we can take it. Hundred percent, yeah, absolutely, yeah. It's 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 been the exact same experience with me. Is I remember when I mentioned it to uh, I don't know when this podcast is coming out, but when I mentioned it to the Ducks brothers who have uh, volunteered to be our tag team referees for the night, and they were just like, "Yep, count us in, absolutely." Like it's that it's a it's a, it's a wholly unique experience for the Perth wrestling scene. And like uh, Badlands is literally the perfect fucking venue for so this cool. kind of thing. It's gonna look so cool so, on camera. It looks like hell. 
Like it's like stalemites tights. And... It's got a built-in pit. Like you can't not like use that for death. <laughs> yeah, it's it's made for it. It's gonna it's gonna be crazy, man. Um, tell everybody where to find you on social media. If you've got merch, all those things. Let people uh, see you so they can start to get familiar before the show. I am James Hartness PW on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I have merch at wrestlermerch.com uh, forward slash James Hartness. And uh, you can find me on uh, EPW's YouTube page, EPW's Vimeo. Um, that's basically where I've been for the, past, for the past five or so years that I've been wrestling. So yeah, familiarize yourself with me, especially me on Instagram and my Twitter because I will just relentlessly talk shit all the fucking time because I just get bored and I just go, you know what's fun? I'm just going to bully someone. <laughs> <laughs> Troll someone, bully somebody, find some, yeah. find some kind of fight to put yourself in. Yeah, it'd always, be, it'd always be me talking about like some form of wrestling thing, maybe uh, me being judged for ordering a Fireball Red Bull at 11 o'clock at night and me crying over West Ham being fucking shit at everything. <sighs> That's what you do. This is what you can expect from uh, James Hartness's Twitter feed. So <laughs> make, sure, make sure you get right on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not sad at all. <laughs> Dude, thanks for doing this late at night with me on a, on a Thursday night. I really appreciate it. I know you've got work tomorrow. Um, but Absolutely, mate, of course. So pumped for this show. Uh, I'm so pumped to do it in person check it all out it's going to be killer everybody make sure you check out dude where's my ring at dwmr underscore perth um because we're going to be doing the damn thing and yeah we're going to get it online to you and hopefully people dig it yeah we fucking will we're gonna go it's fucking trot boys can't wait that's it and then after you guys have all murdered each other uh we're gonna drink (laughs) some beers at badlands because it's fucking a street from my house so <laughs> and I'll be crashing. I'll be crashing on Raf's couch. At the sound of it. <laughs> Apparently, James is sleeping on the couch. That's fine. It'll be you. You and Mochi. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be dope. Well, you guys heard it here first. Make sure you check out everything East London Ultra Violence. Make sure you check out Dude Where's My Ring. It's going to be awesome. And for the man himself, James Hartness, and for Face and Fields, remember it's all about peace, love, and pro wrestling. Yo, thanks for spending your time listening to the Faces and Feels podcast. Faces and Feels is a DIY project recorded and edited in-house by me, Rafe Houston. You can show your support by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Faces Feelscast, or just head straight to our link tree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot E slash Faces Feelscast to find all the info you'll ever need about the show. You can stream the episodes, be directed to your favorite podcast providers, find links to all our social media platforms and sponsors, and you can even buy me a coffee. If you have any questions, topic suggestions, or interview requests, you can send us an email to facesandfeels at gmail.com, and don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes and Spotify. A banger theme is Loose Lips Sink Ships by the Thunder Vipers. Check it out on Spotify, and now hang around for a quick word from some friends of the show. It's a roadmap of pain. Oh! Deathmatchworldwide.com 
the official online merchandise store that is only for Deathmatch Wrestling. Featuring official t-shirts from No Peace Underground, John Wayne Murdoch, Akira, Madman Pondo, Zona 23, Neil Diamond Cutter, G. Raver, Schlack, Necro Butcher, and many more. If you are a Deathmatch Wrestling promotion, manager, or platform and are interested in joining the web store, send us an email to deathmatchworldwide at yahoo.com. Deathmatchworldwide.com for the violent view. My body 